Uh, you said in three, like, does it, like... Tor- tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. This one for a four-point lead. Ball's in the air. Got them both! Looking, looking. Lob to Bandago, who tips it in with 3.7. Oway, no timeouts remaining. Looking, looking, comes into Darthard. They'll foul him. One more for victory. Second shot in the air, and you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Latre Darthard drains them both. Four-point game. Link to the floor, inbounds, turn around, Newman at the buzzer, no good. And the Sooners go on the road and beat Cincinnati in Big 12 play. Oklahoma 69 and Cincinnati 65. Victory! DJ Okay, so let's all open up our Reading is Fun books to page 69. 69. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they stay there. 69. Enough to get the job done. What a road win. Well, to be fair, um, if you would have told any of us with about two minutes left in the first half, hey, winner of this game is going to score 69 points, I would have thought, what? They're going to be like eight overtimes today. It's going to take yeah. about eight overtimes for someone to score 69 points. First yeah. half was rough, but it opened up. 69 combined points? Yeah, okay. Yeah, seriously. That's what it's going to be. But, yeah, it was it was a very slow start to that game, which I don't know. Is, is that what you prefer on the road? Um, keep a home crowd out of it, so to speak? I, I don't know, but – uh, needless to say, they got it done. Um, you wouldn't think that that's typically their style, but uh, they got it done. Were great from the foul line. Didn't kill themselves with a bunch of live ball turnovers nope. turning to points the other direction. Uh, weren't great offensively, but enough to get it done. And as you pointed out at the beginning of the show – Held up pretty well against all the size that Cincinnati had in the front court. Cincinnati just five points off turnovers. That's a that's a pretty big. Well, I mean, it's a pretty low number but in conference. That has to be the best number we've had. Oh, it's probably not even that close, man. It's probably not all that close, especially on the road. But to get a road win mentally, I think goes a long way. Hadn't played well away from Norman the past month, and you know you're going to have to win some conference road games to be in the thick of it there at the end and you you did that so maybe mentally that turns things around for this team they they win a conference road game and it's like all right yeah we can go do that we we can go play well on the road and only give 5 points off turnovers to the opposing team yeah so i um all around i think it's one of porter's better wins that he's that he's had at OU McCollum's legit man he had yeah. 16 Oway was awesome he had 14 
And now here's a big week. Uh, Texas at home tomorrow and then Tech at home on Saturday. And you got a golden chance to beat Texas tomorrow night. OU will be favored more than likely to win this game. I'd actually be surprised if they weren't. And I know it's a 6 p.m. on Tuesday, but with all the Rodney Terry stuff, I think it could have a chance to yeah. be one of the better crowds of the year. I think it should be a good crowd. should be a good crowd. Um, I mean, you should have a ton of students there. I mean, you're you're just outside the top ten compared to what we've we've had the last couple of years. I mean, I'd be disappointed if it wasn't a good crowd. Um, you know, you're going to get a good effort from them, obviously, but I think we should be able to win that game. the The next game against Tech is the one that I think is really interesting. Yeah, were they like four and one in conference four or tied one. for the for the lead right now? Playing really well. I I haven't seen them play yet, though. I don't know much about them. Not that I know much about any of these teams, but um, that's going to be a tough one. If they found a way to pull off both of these games, man. Five and two. I mean, you may be tied incredible. for the lead in the Big 12 going into, like, what, the fourth week of – fifth week of conference play? Yeah. That'd be pretty big time, man. And then Kansas State – it's Kansas State and Tech right now at the top, four and one. And um, we're going on the road to K-State after that Tech game, right? So, um, we'll get to see them. I don't think this team's going to win the league this year. I don't don't think that's what's going to happen. But if you're going like the fifth week of conference play and you're tied for the lead at the top, it's just you're you're ahead of the sticks in terms of uh, NCAA tournament seeding. Putting money in the bank. Uh, 405 Girlfriend and I are going. Got our white t-shirts and ready to horns down. Nice. I think it's a white out tomorrow and... Uh, inverted Longhorns will be everywhere. Inverted Longhorns. I love it. I wish it was a wide out and they had like a uh, um, like you had some crimson shirts that if everyone wore them, it made an upside down or an inverted Longhorn logo. That'd be cool. Or you know how they just give a there's like just a little card for yeah. everyone in their seat. They just hold it up and it'd be yeah. an upside an inverted Longhorn. That'd be cool too. Yeah. 405 OU is minus four and a half right now. So, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm. Yeah. 402, Iowa State win keeps looking better and better, too. That That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa State. I mean, geez. Iowa State's 3-2 and two in conference right now. I mean, only in the Big 12 would, like, your, your top five teams in the country to start the conference play, Houston and Kansas, are, are not in the lead. Um, they're, I mean, they're there with, within reach, but it's, it's incredibly deep. Everyone knows that. How about this take from Lloyd? I predict that Jaden Jackson will be a bigger star for OU than David Stone will be. Talked about both. They, they uh, both had a, re- a fumble recovery for a touchdown last or Friday night in the Polynesian Bowl, but David Stone was named defensive MVP of the game. And he's, he's been at a couple of all-star games the past two weeks. And he's dominated both of them, man, and looked like arguably the best player there. The uh, Under Armour event in Orlando with a lot of big-time players and then again in the Polynesian Bowl with a lot of big-time players as well. So, you know, Parker and I were talking about this on Friday. You know, David Stone is going to have the highest expectation for a defensive player and a defensive line as a true freshman than I can remember. He's the number five overall player, according to Rivals. The expectation of what he's going to do this year, but mostly for his career, will be as high as we've we've seen in a while. Yeah, big expectations. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I've I've got I've got some really high hopes for this recruiting class. I'm just sitting here looking at it as it's listed on the uh, 247 site. Obviously, David Stone, number one recruit. Um, I've got super high expectations for him. Taylor Tatum, running back. I don't know. I'm I may be in the minority here, but I'm I'm not. I'm I'm guessing by what we did in the transfer portal at running back, just kind of how that whole situation evolved. I they must they must think he's going to come in right away and be a a big time contributor, if not the guy, right? Because well, were you about to say that you're not as high on Taylor Tatum as I, others? I just don't. I just don't know. He like. He's not an outlier size-wise. You know, I've seen some clips of him, and it looks good, but it's hard to distinguish. It looks like any good running back in high school, really. Um, you know, so I don't know. I'm I'm hoping I'm, I end up being blown away. Now, this, just, this could be a terrible comparison. It probably is. Would we have thought the same thing watching Kennedy Brooks highlights in high school being like ah. – What's so special about this kid that stands out? Probably. And then all he did was produce while, Probably. while he was here. Yeah, I, I'm I'm open to it. I just he's not one of the guys on this list that I've seen clips and been like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what he's got. I mean, and there's there's a bunch of them on here like Eugene Brooks. Oh, but oh, but dude. He he will be in the rivals like rivals is coming up with their final update tomorrow. Rivals two fifty. And it uh, sounds like he will be in the Rivals 250 and ranked pretty high. Yeah. I mean, because he showed out in Orlando a couple yeah. of weeks ago. I, I'm incredibly excited about him. I'm incredibly excited about Devon Mitchell from what I've seen of him. Um, like Zion Kearney, I'm really excited about him. There's there's a bunch of guys whenever I, I've seen some of their clips and, and everything. It's just for whatever reason – I wasn't blown away by Tatum, but you know, there's enough people that have have him as like the number one running back in the country to where I'm willing to I'm willing to accept that. I just the production's there at, yeah. at Longview, you yeah. know, both in the run game and uh, in the pass game as well. Nine one eight says I honestly like Xavier more than Taylor. If they use Xavier Robinson the right way, um, he he got a chance to be. One of the more underrated players in that class, man, because he's he's a bigger body for a you know a running back, a, a player of you know of that position. Mm-hmm. But he's he's got some speed and athleticism to him as well. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what happens there. Uh, do they is he going to be a like a traditional tailback? Is that what he's going to do? Is he going they going to is he going to end up being kind of more of a fullback, H back? A guy that does multiple things, I don't know, but he's got some big size and some athleticism. 404, what do you always say, Teddy? Make somebody miss. That's what Tatum can do. I hope Make so. Make somebody miss. I hope so. I mean, that's it. I All all we ask for is whenever we've got it blocked up, we got a hat on a hat, that you can make the extra guy miss. 402 from Nebraska, are we giving Sawchuck enough credit for how well he ended the season if we find a solid number two at running back, our offense could be dangerous. I don't know. I I, I like the way Sawchuck ended. I just 
maybe I am uh, maybe I'm just I'm really slow to come around because I watched like nine games of below average running back play. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about below average in the Big 12 conference. Like we weren't even in the top half of the Big 12 conference at running back for the majority of the season. Came on strong late, had a couple of really nice games late, but, you know, I'm still not sold. And I think like a big part of it is I just don't think he's been healthy. I think that hamstring is going on a two year issue for him. And coming from a guy that had a hamstring issue, it's basically yeah. what ended my career in the NFL. I know that once it's kind of gone, it ain't very easy to get it back. Oh, you didn't have a rusher uh, of 150 yards in, in one game last year. Now, Sawchuck, he had four consecutive 100 yard games to end mm-hmm. the season. But here's OU's um, leading rusher in the first half of the season 49, 117. 68, 63, 66, 113, 180, or excuse me, 82. Yeah, but the That's 113 the doesn't game. count because that was Dylan oh, Gabriel. Oh, that was Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So yeah. by a running back, they had one, two, three, four, five, six. Six out of the seven games, they didn't have a running back over 100 yards in the first six, the first seven games. Yeah. Yeah. And we picked it up late. It was better late. I, I just, and I, the offensive line to me was good enough. Like running back play probably cost us the game against Kansas. Like it's wide open late in that drive. Whenever we run the football, if we make the right cut at running back, and I don't even remember who was in at the time, if we make the right cut at running back, we may score. We may score a touchdown, much less uh, get a first down. It was the best game by a running back this year, Tall. We had 146. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. Um, it, it's something that I, that we have to be better next year, and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that Sawchuck builds on what he left off with and gives us like a really good base starting off, and I'm hopeful that Taylor Tatum is, as a lot of people have predicted, a, a game changer. A five-star running back is – Something that we could really use right now. I think Barnes is a pretty big part. Of, he's a big part of the conversation as well. Um, if he's healthy and he's yeah. and, and he's back, I mean, he's got a chance to be a nice player and he could be a solid number two back for you or potentially even number one. But if he's just not the guy that he was at times his freshman year, then it's completely wide open. Who could get carries along with Salchuk? Yeah, completely wide open. Yeah, yep. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We'll see what happens with it, you know. Um, but you got to have it this year, man. Like, you were able to survive because of a weak schedule and because Dylan Gabriel's play was so good last year. You were able to get by at times without having a consistent run game. Yeah. First-year starter, much more difficult schedule. That that can't be – it can't be the case anymore. It was almost looked at as a luxury last year, didn't it, when they really started to get the run game going? Yeah. It's like an added bonus. There's no added bonus this year. Either you have a run game next year or not. And if you don't have one, they're gonna they're gonna be in trouble on offense. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, and I don't even know. I don't even know right now what direction we're gonna go in the run game. And maybe the coaching staff doesn't either. I mean, I'm sure they've got some ideas with what they want to do. But 
until you know what your final roster is and start building for the spring, uh, which is going to be coming on us here before we know it, um, right? I, I don't know. I don't know what what tweaks we're going to have in the running game, if any, um, to try and help some of these guys out. And, you know, again, I, I think there was plenty of opportunities last year with the running game that we did have to be way better than what we were. But, you know, I still believe that we, we can – I think we can do some things that make it much more difficult on defenses to defend us with the run other than just counting numbers, which is what we've been doing the last couple of years. How about this? This is random, but it just broke. Um, you know, Ross Bjork, the A&M AD, is going to Ohio State. Yeah. Texas A&M names former football coach R.C. Slocum interim athletic director. RC's back, and he's back as the interim AD at Texas A and M. Yeah, was he was he AD for a spell whenever he was done? I did not think so. Okay. I could be totally wrong about that, but he was done around. I think was O two his last year. Yeah, because O three was Dennis Francione, uh, Dennis Francione, and he lost seventy seven to nothing. Yeah, so I think RC's last year was O two. Well, it's a it's a curious role to slide into if you haven't haven't been a part of it uh, of any capacity. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess he was interim AD in 2019 as well. So I guess he's he just hangs out until they need an interim AD and probably <laughs> fills the role, gets a paycheck, and then goes back to what he was doing before once yep. they find a permanent replacement. Seven one three says update on Hatchet Brothers' visit. Um, Apparently it re- went really well. Um, there, it, at least Garrett uh, is not going. Garen is not going to take another visit. It's OU or go back to Washington. Is what it sounds like. Well, you're in the final two, um, and it's probably kind of up to Washington to see what their what their NIL situation is going to look like. Would be my guess, probably right. It's, I mean, it would be a shock to me if. Uh, if a decision between two places in the transfer portal didn't come down to to the NIL, that's yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Football. Yep. All right, RC Slocum in as interim AD. Interesting. All right, quick timeout. We'll be back. Stay tuned. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Does your banker know your business, the challenges you face, and what makes you unique? At Armstrong Bank, we're dedicated to understanding your business and working alongside you. A true partnership is more than financial transactions. It's support, trust, and attention. This is how we make businesses stronger. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Contact our knowledgeable bankers to open your business account. Member FDIC. The Oklahoma women's hoops team returns home on Saturday, January 27th at 6 o'clock when they host the Kansas Jayhawks. Wear white and join us at the Lloyd Noble Center for OU women's basketball action. Plus, you don't want to miss an unbelievable halftime performance by the one and only Red Panda. Visit Soonersports.com slash tickets to reserve your seats today. And we'll see you at the Lloyd Noble Center on Saturday, January 27th for OU women's hoops. 
Considering an electric vehicle, Wade Electric can help you determine the best type of placement for your EV power so you'll be ready to hit the road soon after it pulls into your driveway. Their trusted professionals can provide help with residential or commercial services. They do it all, from designing your electrical system, upgrading your wiring, breaker boxes, or installing a new EV charger. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 for a free estimate today. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then, someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. We can help you understand the disease. And give you tips for living a better life. Find your answers at Parkinson.org or call 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms? Before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Softball Steve is early on the text line. Softball Steve says number 11 OU 92, Texas 81. Woo. I'll take that. That's a double-digit win over the hated Texas Longhorns. It covers the spread, and 92-81 is a Dang. different basketball game than when we watched on Saturday, the 69-65 thriller there in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, we have... I I would be shocked, and I don't know. Maybe Texas has played in some games like that. I'm pulling it up. No, they haven't. Big Twelve games, it ain't even getting into the 80s. I mean, mid 70s is going to be the best that you can hope for. If I had to put a number on it right now, I'd say like 
75-71. Uh, like yeah, it's a good score right there around that area. Uh, inverted Longhorns, horns down will be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Rodney Terry uh, apologized for that, uh, all of that on Saturday, which, by the way, he said, you know, when we win, we don't act that way. He said that after they lost to UCF. And, boy, he sure celebrated yeah. after the uh, – which is fine. Yes. I don't have an issue with him celebrating. That's cool. That's okay. Just don't ridicule another team for celebrating after they beat you. That's where it's weak sauce. Totally agree. But he apologized for the whole thing. Here's what he said after the game. You know, I had no intentions of trying to uh, show up anyone or or uh, offend anyone in terms of, you know, what occurred in, you know, at the end of that game. Johnny Dawkins is a good friend of mine. He's a really good coach. He has a good program. They're having a good year. Uh, and, uh, um, you, know, I, you know, personally, if I offended him or his program or anyone for that matter, that was not my intentions, you know. Um, I'm a God-fearing man. I'm, I lean heavily on my faith. And uh, there are no obstacles in front of me that I can't ever overcome because God never leaves me no matter in good times, bad times. He's always with me. And so, you know, I, I think, again, you control what you can control. If, again, if I offended some of our, our fans as well and, and not handling myself the right way in terms of, you know, going about it the right way, then, you know, I apologize to our fan base as well and everything. And uh, uh, I understand what it means to be the head coach at the University of Texas and what our brand stands for. And, and, uh, and I respect every opponent that we play. Uh, and, and, you know, have the utmost respect for them and, and, and their coaches. So, uh, again, you know, I'm happy about the outcome of what, what transpired today. We played a really good team that's well coached, that we have a lot of respect for, and uh, um, we're going to enjoy this evening. What do you think? Um, I think it's – I think it's – I don't know, it's well said. I, you know, we talked about it at the time. I think he was – Pissed about the way his team played. Um, they dropped a home game. They were on. I think they had lost three out of their last four, or something like that. We're not playing well. I think he was angry. Took it into the handshake line, and then into the post game. And then after some time of reflection, probably he's like, "Yeah, that is not going to go well." And I think he, I think he's he's smart for coming back out and addressing it and trying to move past it, but the damage is done. Yeah. And I'll just say honestly too that I like him. I think he he seems like a, a great dude, good coach. I'm glad that he ended up winning that spot after after what happened before. So I mean, it's just the damage is done. Damage though. is done. I mean, even on the uh, college game day on Saturday, they were uh, coming after him a little bit. Yeah. They're about to. So it's not like anyone was <laughs> had his back and saying, like, yeah, he was right about that. Yeah, right. Not so much. Shark says it is backpedaling. Captain yes. Willard says, soft. Afraid to offend anyone. Have fun in the SEC, buddy. You should apologize for nothing. Well,. I, yes. Typically, apologize for nothing. Um, but I, when your stance is just pretty much just straight up wrong, you kind of need to back off from it a little bit. You know, it's like. Um, but I, I typically agree with you. I don't be scared of offending and don't back off of your position, but make sure that you're right. 
You know, and he just – it's not going to matter if he backed off of that position or not because, like we said, the damage is done. As soon as you really show how much it gets under your skin and you ask people to stop doing a hand sign – and say that it's classless and all of those things, like you've already lost the plot, and yep. it really doesn't matter what you say from that point forward. Jake says, taking the whole family plus my dad for our first game tomorrow. Booba, damn sooner. Yeah, there okay. you go. Nice. Don't forget to uh, throw the inverted horn uh, signal the whole time. I'm going to go on Saturday. You going to go to a basketball game anytime you know, soon? I was thinking about going to that one, taking the boy up there. We haven't been to one yet this yeah. year. 1 p.m. on Saturday at the Lloyd Noble Center. Nice. Be fun. Yeah, uh, fun week. Fun week coming up. Uh, okay, here's my favorite audio clip from this weekend. Okay. Oh, buddy, was it my favorite. So, Caden Proctor gets in the portal from Bama, mm-hmm. ends up going to Iowa, like most people predicted, right? Yeah. Well, he was in Iowa City this weekend, and he was interviewed during the Iowa basketball game, and here's here's what he said about Iowa's staff keeping constant contact with him during the season. No no bridges were burnt, you know what I'm saying? So that that's why it was so easy for me to pick them when I did enter the transfer portal because we still have those relationships. And um, even even after I was doing bad in the SEC, you know, and, you know, struggling, they hit me up and said, um, you know, we're proud of you. You're going to get through this. And um, that's what that's what ultimately helped me with my decision because, you know, I still, I still believed in me. I, I mean, I, I guess I appreciate the honesty there. I, mm-hmm. We know what's going on across the sport, and good job by Iowa. Hey, we finished second to him. He was committed to us for a long time, and he decommitted to go to Alabama. No bad blood. Let's just stay in contact with him, see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's interesting because I don't know what the – like, what is the rule on – like, can you not have any contact with any player on any other roster at all? It would seem like that would be or, or should be a rule, but in Iowa's defense, it's not going to be enforced. What? Yeah. It's not going to be enforced. Unless they go undefeated next year and don't make the playoff and get that's true. And start and, questioning and the, about it, right? the, the playoff, and that's, that's whenever they'll come after you. Now, but that's, you know, uh, frankly – I would say it's a mistake if you finish second on a high-caliber player and don't keep up with them to some degree. I'm not. I'm not saying that you, they got to be in their DM saying, "Hey, we got a better nil deal for you right now." But I mean, just to keep pace with what they're doing, I'm not even saying that you have to talk to them. You just kind of know where you sit with guys that you had a really good relationship with. It's and be- especially if someone is like leaving the region to go to another school yeah. because kids get homesick. You know, I mean, it, it happens, and it sounds like Caden Proctor was maybe a, a bit homesick. He's from the state of Iowa. So if you if you lose out on a kid in state and he goes to a different region, yeah, it's not – it's not a terrible I- – it's a terrible idea to not check in from time to right. time with the way things are at now. Yeah, and I don't know what the the rule is. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure you can't be uh, contacting, DMing a kid and like soliciting their uh, you know their services whenever the transfer portal opens up. But I'm not naive enough to to believe that that doesn't happen. So, 
which, you know, he's was he a true freshman? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he kind of got thrown to the wolves, but I, you know, he just doesn't move well. I was, he's big and he looks strong, but he looks like he doesn't move well, but just a freshman. And, you know, I actually think that he kind of fits what Iowa does a little bit better than, than some of the you know, the more typical offenses you see out there. I would say that it was a, a funny joke. I mean, it's actually true. It's He's going to play a lot less snaps at Iowa. There you go. Off to the league in two years, most likely. There you go. That usage rate will be down. Boy, Tyler Guyton just continues to fly up draft boards, by the way, speaking of offensive oh, linemen. Yeah. Wait till he wait till he runs 40 and does his three-cone and that stuff. He'll be even higher. Which is good for him. Happy for him. I hope it works out. But there is, like, a small part of me that's – all right, he's going to get drafted maybe mid-first round. I just mm-hmm. wish mid-first round uh, talent and potential would have showed up consistently throughout the career. But, yeah, all right, go have a career, kid. Yep. And I, I'm i optimistic about our offensive line for next year. Um, we'll see what happens with the kid from uh, Washington if we land him. Um, I don't think it's a definite that he's a starter. And if they land him, it doesn't change my opinion. Like overall about the offensive line, I'll still mm-hmm. kind of have the same concerns or worries, but he's a guy that's played a decent amount of college football. Like it, y- you want you want this ad. Yeah. You want the. I mean, it, if nothing else, it's just quality depth that will be added. Yeah. No, and I think that that's kind of what I've seen so far from the portal. Um, I haven't seen anyone, I don't think, in, in speaking offensive line here, that is a plug-and-play starter. Tarquin – from the University of Southern California, I think he's kind of utility guy, uh, adds depth. Um, I think the dude from North Texas is probably your best bet. Betchy Nawawu. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he's your, your best bet as a guy that is a starter. And then I think the Spencer Brown guy sounds like, it sounds like he's got quite a bit of upside. Technique is, is kind of is not great. And he could benefit a lot from from beating Bo coaching, so maybe there's some upside there. But I don't see anyone right now that's uh, just a absolute home run starter can't miss. Uh, great point by Zane. What is it that Iowa does on offense other than punt? Uh, not a three, lot. Three and out in a cloud of dust. They run. It, it's some of the like. It's old school. But the problem is it's old school with zero creativity. You can do a lot of old school things, a lot of air quotes pro style things, and still have a lot of creativity and and add some some new stuff into it. Like, um, you know, your more commonplace themes that you see in offenses, but they don't do anything, man. It is as vanilla as you could ever be. And – you know, they don't, they're not great at quarterback and haven't been for a long time. Nope. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. 
GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, man, you heard it. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Now look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of opportunity. Um, I think it's a place where I can get better players and have a better chance to go win a championship. I'm getting way more money. Uh, is there anything that you can say that's going to make it land softer? I don't think so. And this is not knowing exactly how it went down. I don't know. Apparently the players are really upset about the way it was handled, well, yeah. but they were probably going to be regardless. Of course, Whatever. because I, you've done something that no one's done there in a long, long time. It's like you've been sitting here telling us all season uh, how special this is and how big of a moment this is and how all of our work is paying off. And it, like, if you're going to leave as a coach, it ain't going to be good. It doesn't matter how you, how you package it and deliver it to the team – it's still going to be the same thing. We built something here together, and now whenever you've got a better offer, you're leaving us to go somewhere else. Like It doesn't matter how long and how differently you package it. That's still what it's going to be. And uh, any of you that want to come to Arizona along with me, you'll be uh, receiving yeah. a text message shortly. Right. That's, that's, how, uh, that's how that normally works. Don't there. forget, guys, there is a new portal window. You'll have an opportunity, and – I'll come in and hand-pluck the best players that I like if I can to go to Washington. We are uh, really running through our way-too-early rankings for next season. Well, maybe not. Way-too-early now, pre-spring in a couple of weeks, post-spring after spring ball is done, summer rankings. Like So we've got a whole lot of you know different sets of rankings coming up. Uh, 24-7 had SEC football quarterback rankings for 2024. Early okay. look at projected starters. They had uh, Jackson Arnold sitting at number 10 on the list. Ooh. Right behind Connor Wegman at Texas A&M at number 9. Well, here's the thing. I don't I, – I, I mean, I can't blame him for that. You know, all he has is a handful of opportunities. And, you know, whenever you check out the box score from that – that bowl game, it ain't going to look too impressive, so it's hard to really argue with it. Carson no. Beck at one. Yeah. Quinn Ewers at two. Uh, Jackson Dart at three. Okay. Jalen Milrow at four. Hope you're counting how many of these guys oh, you'll face next year. Brady Cook at Mizzou at five. Mm-hmm. Nico at Tennessee at six. Garrett Nussmeyer, LSU at seven. Graham Mertz, Florida at eight. Connor Wegman, A&M at nine. Yeah. Feels like oh, you would face five of the – Top six that were on that list? Everyone except for Georgia, right? Yeah, Carson Beck, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, here's the thing. I, Beck is really good. Sounds like the Tennessee kid is really good. Outside of that, I don't think it's I, like Jackson Dart's a nice player. I don't think he can carry a team to a championship or anything. Well, it's he's, he's be, all right. It's going to be a lot easier to carry the squad he's going to have. But like the rest of those guys, I think are just, I think they're just okay players. Yeah, I mean, no one on that list really blows me away, and I don't think it would be all that difficult at all to see uh, Jackson Arnold end up being right there close to the top of that list next year. He has that. Nico at Tennessee has that possibility. I think that you're going to see at least one young quarterback end up looking like a top three quarterback in the SEC next now, year. Now, did – that's uh, – Iyama came in and played their bowl game, right? Yes, correct. And looked really good? Yeah, who they beat Iowa, I think, in their bowl game. Is that who it was? Maybe Citrus Bowl, maybe is what they or played was, in. Yeah. Or maybe okay. that was LSU that played in no, the Citrus it was, Bowl. It was Iowa, 35-0. He had, he had 151 yards passing, uh, which doesn't like, just really jump out at you. But but what are we talking about next year if Jackson Arnold really is the 10th best quarterback in the SEC? Probably not going to be a fun conversation to have if that's the case. If Jackson Arnold is the 10th best team or 10th best quarterback in the SEC next year. Will be, I, I mean, maybe – the eighth best team in the conference. Like, you're not going to be able to like, – uh, well, our defense has a chance to be pretty good. Like, you're not going to be able to outkick your coverage, so to speak, when it comes to who your quarterback is. Like, if you're going to play above your head and be, like, one of the better teams, like, you better have like, the best defense in college football or top ten, you know. I think we're going to be really good. Like, what does it look like statistically? I'm not sure, but I mean, if if that's where he ends up, we won't be that f in in uh, much of a different place as a team. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Final segment is next. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the K Ref app, the number one source for Sooner fans. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. 
If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With lens replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens replacement, the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and you already know our office is a place to turn for your insurance and financial needs. Now that place has changed to 701 Wall Street. While the location may have changed, the commitment of our team is as strong as ever. So whether you already know us or want the one-of-a-kind service offered by the Julia Chu Agency, call us at 329-3311 or come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, right on the corner of Boardwalk and Wall Street in Norman. Center fans, Coach Switzer here for Swiftco Construction and Roofing. I have trusted Brent Swift and his team at Swiftco for many of my house projects over the years, including two roofs and one whole house remodel. Whether it's residential roofing, commercial or residential construction, or home remodeling, Swiftco is your one-stop shop. Swiftco Roofing and Construction is Coach Switzer approved. Call 405-364-3002 or visit BrentSwift.com. Boomer Sooner. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. When students struggle because they are hungry or fall behind because they lack school supplies, a caring adult can make all the difference, especially someone from the community, someone who knows the students and the obstacles they might be facing. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support to ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids all day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. Children are the greatest joy and our best hope for a better future. Friends, they are the future. But did you know that millions of kids are facing hunger every day? Food is not just food. It's energy, health, confidence, hope, and even love. Yes, love. Thank you! 
Learn more about how No Kid Hungry is helping end child hunger in America at helpnokidhungry.org. Final segment of the day, wrapping it up on this Monday. Sooner Jets, you got it right. Ice cold Pacifico time. Let's get it. Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush. Speaking of Arizona, they just fired their uh, athletic director, Mike Candrea, the softball Ooh. coach. The old softball coach is going to be interim AD. Probably getting fired over the whole uh, stuff we were just talking about there. Let the head coach go to uh, Washington. So, very, very interesting. Uh, just one Big 12 basketball game tonight. Cincinnati, who OU beat on Saturday, mm. going to Fog Allen Fieldhouse to play the KU Jayhawks. 8 p.m. on ESPN, KU, an eight-and-a-half point favorite. I'm playing the Jayhawks and company. The Jayhawks and three officials. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yep. You know who's really bad at college basketball? Oklahoma State? Yeah, man. What the heck? Dude, they are just brutal. Six, uh, excuse me. Eight and ten on the year overall, and they are 0 for in conference play, 0 for 5. They're the worst team in the league, and it really doesn't feel that close right now. I know, and it's it's kind of shocking that it's come to this from – I mean, it's a proud basketball school, at least at one point it was, 0 for 5 in conference. Um, you know, it's just – I think that they've paid Boynton a huge deal that I don't know that they can get out of it. Yeah, right? it's, it's a big buyout. Uh huh. Yeah, I I I don't know how much how much they're putting into their basketball program these days. Maybe the football program is taking up a, bu- a bunch of the money right now. Baseball, I don't know, but it's they're going to have to pay a nice buyout for a uh, basketball coach if they want to part ways at the end of the year. I know. It's, it's Didn't learn from brutal. their own lesson a few years back. I know. They've lost five straight, um, and it ain't going to get easier. I mean, it's been home and road, and I guess they have only had two home conference games, and it's been Baylor and Kansas. That ain't easy. They've got TCU coming to town. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they do. When it, It's just – the contract situation is crazy to me. How, and I know you got to pay to play, but it's, we see it across the country over and over and over that these athletic directors sign these ridiculous yeah. contracts that you can't get out of. And it's like, boy, if it doesn't work, if if this coach isn't fantastic and we're not winning games, like your your hands are tied. It's There's not like he was a highly sought after coach either when well, they the when thing. they hired him. It's like you, I know you want to like like show some, um, like you you want your guys to be your guys, but you also have to look at what the going rate for him is across the country, and there's no way that that's what the going rate was for Boynton. And, you know, I like him a lot, and I thought he was going to recruit real well. It's just – it's gotten bad on him. It's the NIL thing probably is hurting too. Well, that's it for us. You guys killed it, as always, on the text line. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. You know what time it is. Ice cold Pacifico time. Closing time.